Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Into the 3 o'clock hour, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Hello, Matthew Scraby. Scraby still coming in high from his uh, victory from the... Uh, Weekend. Well, it was a dominating performance. They had it from start to finish. No doubt. And uh, just, you know, embarrassed the uh, Detroit Lions. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that, Chris. <laughs> Basically, it was very similar to the meme that Scraby keeps sending to everybody of oh, Christian yes. McCaffrey picking up a little cartoon lion and throwing it off a cliff. That that meme has uh, irritated a few people, Scraby. Yeah. Well, he's, gotta, he is, he's being an antagonist He's today. enjoying irritating people. Yeah, and is. that's what he's about. I am not about <laughs> irritating people. But he That's did what he's about. But he did get a little bit he did get taken aback at some of the threats he received. I did oh, yeah. receive some threats. People yes. are pretty angry with you. I just he had... basically told not to come to Detroit. Yeah, yeah. This person said <laughs> and right. don't visit the Motor City anytime soon. Long yeah. memories we Lions fans have, and my answer to that is you should probably blame uh, your coach. He just continues to poke the bear. I mean, but don't you think it should be it no, should he's be your team that you're mad at. He's, well, what did you say that prompted that response? All I did was retweet the Christian McCaffrey <laughs> exactly. throwing it off and said, "This is my favorite meme Ex- of the day." Exactly. So he's responding to your troll. I was. It's a. It's a woman, I believe. She's but responding. I, but I would agree to with troll. the. I would agree. I would agree with the responder. The Lions fans do have long memories. They had to go back 65 years for the last <laughs> time they had won a playoff game on the road. And interestingly, 1957, before all of our times, even mine. No. Yeah, I know. (laughs) uh, That victory for the Lions was in San Francisco in a game that the Lions led, or I'm sorry, the 49ers led 24-7 at halftime. Yeah, yeah. And the Lions came back and won that 60-some-odd years ago, and now the 49ers. Shoes on the other foot. Got their revenge yesterday. Took them a long time to get it. Took them a while the to get it. The person that told me I shouldn't visit Detroit anytime soon, I would love for them to know that any sort of Lion King parody of that scene in the movie where he goes up to the rock, I, I love. And so this just fits right no, here. Don't clean it up now. No, no, I you, do love it. You loved it yesterday because it had it. your 49er logo, or excuse me, had Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Throwing off said lion. I just, yes. My you turned monitor, your computer off. I don't know what happened. But one yes. of the things. One I'm of the going thing, to Detroit now, too. Did you guys? No, no don't go. We, you may <laughs> not make <laughs> it back. We need you. You may not make it back. One thing that I, did you guys see the um, the little highlight they showed 
of the last playoff meeting between the Lions and 49ers, which was in 1983. I don't know if you caught it. I saw that. I did not. All right. if If you saw it, you'd remember it. Because there was a real lion oh, on yes. the sidelines. They were talking about it. Yes. They were talking about it. And the broadcasters it. were like, what? They were like, they first really of all, had a lion standing on the sidelines? First incredible. of all, they had and a real lion. And secondly, he would, the question was, how did they transport this lion? Did they, did they borrow one from the city at that time? It. The city of San Francisco, or was that an actual Detroit lion the they brought out for that game? When, when was that, 83? 1983. The 80s, There's a lion the walking around wild, the sidelines. Yeah, that, that was, was wild. wild folks in the 80s, a real Crazy. lion on the sideline. No cage, no nothing. He wasn't in the cage. He was standing on the sidelines. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. That yeah. Like, you, you go and you make a tackle, and then you roll into the lion. <laughs> no, that It'd be a ball game. It'd be, it'd, be a, it would be a scene right out of. It'd be uh, a ball game for whoever ran into yeah, it. Yeah, it would be a scene right out of uh, the Naked Gun or something. <laughs> Yowzers! That was crazy. That um, was crazy. All right, let's uh, let's let's see how these bets shook out over the weekend. A little daily gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. We have some bets to review from last week, and then I have one Super Bowl bet to ask you guys about. We'll get into those next week. But the first bet we made on Friday would be the uh, is it the Australian Open final, the men's final, Sinner against Medvedev. Sinner was minus four and a half on the number of games. That was their spread. So Medvedev actually ended up uh, taking a pretty quick lead, and then Sinner came back and won the whole thing, but he only won by one game. So you guys chose Medvedev, and Medvedev was the correct yeah. answer to the Medvedev might have been the correct answer, but he was a big loser. He got after walked down. A, a two-set-to-none lead. And Sinner uh, came back. What is that five. like in, um, in 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 baseball? Like, well, in football, it's like blowing a giving away a twenty four seven halftime lead. <laughs> okay. what it's like. It's about what that's like. <laughs> the next one, Australian Open Women's Final, Sabalenka against Zheng, and uh, it was Sabalenka minus five and a half on the games spread. Sabalenka won twelve games to five. So. Yeah, you guys chose Sabalenka. Out. I chose Zhang. Sabalenka is uh, she's pretty. She hits the ball hard, real hard. I mean, the other poor gal that was honestly having trouble just getting the ball back. It was very reminiscent of Serena in her prime back in the day, just just, just blowing it by, people. just bullying her yeah. off the court. <laughs> yeah, right. Ty- Tyler would like to know when was the last time San Francisco had a real 49er at a game. I don't know. That is a good point. You can't <laughs> like drum can't, up some guy from the 1800s. 1849, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stand next to the, the Detroit Lions. That would be hilarious. Uh, all right, Boise State played Utah State Saturday night. Boise State, three-and-a-half-point favorites in the basketball game. We all chose Boise. We were wrong. Utah State won by six, 90-84. I mean, we warned that, I mean, although we were taking Boise, we are in the Mountain West. 
Anything can happen. Well, it was in it was an overtime game, and uh, I got to give Utah State that's a huge win, and they should have moved up a lot higher in the rankings than they did. Of course, did. they didn't. Though. They didn't move up hardly at all. Uh, they won at Boise State, and we saw what the Aztecs, you know, almost won there, and so did a whole bunch of other teams, but no one had been able to actually get a win there, and Utah State does it in overtime. And that's just the lack of respect. I mean, Utah State is 17th this week. New Mexico is 19th. Aztecs are still on the outside looking in. Uh, all right. So that's or the next bet would be Iowa State against Kansas on Saturday. I, Iowa State were three-and-a-half-point favorites as well. Chris and I chose Iowa State because of Brock Purdy. And Tony chose Kansas. Iowa State won 79-75, and they covered. So good mm. for them. Brock Purdy over under 282 passing yards of the game. You guys both said under. I said over. He had 267, so he was under. Lamar Jackson over under 64 and a half rushing yards in the game. You guys said under. I said over. It was uh, under with 54. So this 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 uh, Friday betting slate did not help me out. I think I only got one right. You were one in five. And you also missed your uh, parlay because I remember ah, your, yes. your parlay included Sorry. the 49ers having to score first. Yes, it did. So you were wiped out of that one yeah, right away. That, I, I said that was going to be it, but anyway, I shouldn't have chosen it then. Alright, All right, here's my, my one and only Super Bowl bet we're going to get to this week. But it's being posted by FanDuel Canada, and the bet is this. Will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift on the field after the game. What yeah. if he proposes to her on the field and the clock still has time left? I don't think it counts. Like the Chiefs are up the by, game. The Chiefs are up twenty eight nothing and he drops down to one knee with four minutes to go in the game. I, you, I you don't, don't think, win no. the bet? That the, would really be a the bet says proposal must be on field after the game. Mm, that mm, man. Man, if I was Travis Kelsey, honestly I would do it like if I was he's not, game. he's not going to propose. Come on, are we being serious here? Although he probably should because oh, it does seem like they really care about each other. I am just so thrilled that for the Super Bowl, all you haters out there have to have to watch it. That's right, all game long. I don't think she's going to be there because she's doing a concert in you Tokyo better, the night I, before the Super Bowl. You know Bowl. what? I heard the same thing. I hope she finds a way to get there from the very first kickoff because I want everybody to well, be tortured okay, for well, four quarters. If she's flying from Tokyo after a show to go see the Super Bowl, I think that Travis Kelsey should If I should have propose. to watch the 49ers for three hours and be tortured, <laughs> then you all out there have to watch Taylor Swift a few times and be tortured as well. Sorry. Well, the yes... Answer for this one plus one ninety. So if he does, you make That's a little it? bit of money. No is minus two fifty. So they're not real sure what's going to happen. Just here. these people are such haters out there. They don't even want to see the man happy. No, she's got. They're gonna, we're betting against. Would you guys it. agree? She's going to say no. Would you guys agree? Did you like how Travis Kelsey looked at the cameras yesterday and then started kissing her? I oh mean, my god! You know he's taking a lot of heat for this. So can I ask you a question? Why? 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 I don't the, know. The man is playing football. He's dating a beautiful woman. I think we Why? did. It. I think the media did it. No, no, there's no. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I don't know that the media does this. We never liked J Lo and uh, whatever that was, uh, Benifer. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, those uh, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Aaron like, and J Lo again. We just, we just as a society don't like to see rich people happy. <laughs> we visible. figure like they're already happy. They got enough money. They, they shouldn't be, be able to find love. Right. Also, <laughs> I will say that the NFL is 
a little suspect in this whole thing. Oh my gosh! Right. Now this is the here, this is the annoying this, this part is, right this here. This is really annoying. Yeah, this how, is the annoying how, part. How here. is if I, I hope it's what you're about. There to was say. like some sort of valuation that came out yesterday that Taylor Swift being present at games has benefited the Chiefs and the NFL. And we knew this by three hundred thirty-one million dollars. And That's so like the you free say that to say what? That's the the NFL early in the season changed their entire Instagram account to a Swifty account. So you say they that want, to say what? They want so badly for the Chiefs to be in the Super Bowl. So you're saying it's what? It's a script. <laughs> it's a script. You say it is rigged. It's Who wrote rigged. the script when the uh, the official called a very ticky tack holding penalty on the Chiefs yesterday? On a play that turned into a 33-yard touchdown, you have to write in stuff like that so that you, <laughs> so that you can go through with the plan. All right. Anyway, that's it. You're a nutbag, man. You are. I I saw that Isaiah likely um, pass interference where he got tackled by three guys, but oh, you know what? No pass interference on that. Wait, can I ask real quick, serious question? Yes. What week did Taylor join the NFL world? Probably like. Let me look. Maybe we like week four. Okay, it was pretty early on that the rig was in. People were saying it was rigged for the Chiefs, right? He had, yeah, early, they lost like, a lot of games after that, right? I'm just saying. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm looking to see. Okay, so her first game was September 24th, 2023. So there you go. That was a long time ago. All right, I'm coming just, up tonight, we have some college basketball. We've got this like get over this, well, guys. I mean, this is this, this is silly. ridiculous. This oh, is ahead, absolutely Chris, do silly. Let's get to these other bets. Uh, I got uh, I got a matchup between uh, Houston and Texas tonight I'm, in the Big Twelve. Oh, gosh. over Texas, and I'll tell you why. In the You're Big over five. twelve. Or over oh, Texas. I saw this one. Texas needs to get what, a little can, bit. Can, uh, Chris, can I ask you a question man. before you sure. get into this? Sure. As long as I can remember watching football, even as a little kid, the team that played Texas like always did the horns down thing. That's the, this is not a new phenomenon, right? Why are all the Texas people like? I have no idea. Losing their mind. I don't know if you saw this BYU. Yes, I, I oh. have never stuck up for BYU once in my life, but I didn't understand why they all had to take, take their, their shirts, shirts off. off. I have the coach talking about it in the Big Five, but okay. basically, this what is he the says, second week in a row where, or yeah. maybe not week in a row, but where somebody doing Longhorns down is somehow becoming so like. It's like a it's like the middle finger. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so the coach says what he says after the game, but he he doesn't make it look any better either. All right. Sorry, Chris. That's, That's fine. I'll take Texas then, plus the five. They're at home. Uh, Houston is the number four team in the nation. They're 18-2, and two, but both of their losses have been on the road. Texas is not ranked. Give me Houston. You're going to go with Houston, minus Houston. five on the road. Scrape? I'm going with Houston. I can never pick a Texas team again. Ever again. All right, <laughs> they take themselves too seriously. I mean, so... TCU has a a frog symbol, and no one and no one gets mad at that. Okay. <laughs> well, you've gotten mad at that before when Braden once gave make you fun the of signal it. here in the studio. I make fun of it. Uh, Clippers are at Cleveland. Nobody's playing better than the Clippers. They blew out Boston on the road the other night. Blew they? Ooh, yeah. Wiped They're twenty two and four. <laughs> Wipe their butts. <laughs> Will they do it again tonight in Cleveland? Clippers are favored by one and a half over the Cavaliers. Tony. Clippers Cav- on the road. Cavaliers getting their big man back today. Uh, I'm going to take the Clippers, though. Still with the Clips, man. They are red hot. 
Scraby? Yeah, I'm going to go Clippers. All right, I'll take Cleveland. Clippers are due for one off game. I certainly will take it. it uh, Lakers at Houston tonight. Lakers coming off. We we kind of kidded about it at the beginning, but that was a great game awesome Saturday game. night. I didn't see a whole lot of it, but double overtime. Steph gets 46. LeBron does his thing. Lakers end up winning. What was it? 142, 141. God, that's that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. It was a good, good ball. And uh, let's not forget Friday night. Donkic put up seventy-two, three, fourth most in NBA history. And uh, I mean, they're they're starting to say that the eighty-one of Kobe is going to get get beat at some point this year. Sure looks like it. The way these these guys are going, I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> Wilt's a hundred seems safe. Uh, yeah, for now. For now. For now. Uh, Lakers in Houston, 232.5 points. Expecting a high-scoring affair. Scraby over or under 232 and a half that? 232.5 points. 117, 116 would beat it. Over. Over. Scraby, Chris. Over. Tony. Uh, 232. Under. Under. All right, Milwaukee plays at Denver tonight. Doc Rivers, first game. Oh, is this the Doc? This is the first one. The good doctor uh, taking on uh, the defending champs. Who will score more points tonight, Giannis or Jokic? Hmm. And uh, it is Chris who goes first. Giannis is actually odds to supposed to score more. And uh, I'll take Jokic just for fun. What was the, what was the bet? Uh, who's going to score more tonight, Giannis uh. or Jokic? Tough uh, to say. I'm going to say Giannis. Giannis scores more. Antetokounmpo. Very good. Scraby? I'm going to go with Yo- Jokic. Jokic. Sure. You yep. sound a little hesitant Didn't on that. Sound, uh, I was holding back convinced. my hot take on Giannis. So. Oh, good. Yeah. For later? Keep it. No, no. I'm just going to throw, throw it away. Just throw it away. Yeah, uh, Seller-dwelling matchup tonight in the NHL, but it's going to be in Southern California, so we might as well wager on it. The Ducks, 17 and 30 this year, are home to the Sharkies, who are 13 and 32. Mm. The only teams, uh, the only team that is in the uh, same dismal category as these two squads is the Blackhawks. Uh, who do you like here? Uh, Ducks minus one and a half. Tony, as go Ducks. Ducks, scrape. Ducks. Ducks. That's against your Sharkies. Quack. I'm going Sharkies. Going against your Sharkies, man? Sharkies are going to smell a chance to win a game oh, tonight. I see what you did there. <laughs> I see their first Blood chance. is in the water. Wow, that yeah. ice. On the ice. Who can take a duck over a shark, please? <laughs> no truth to the rumor that the Sharks will have an actual shark in the building, a la the Lions, <laughs> in that playoff game many years ago. That would be cool. Actually. All right, that's our daily gambit for the day. Let's get to break. When we return, Blake Snell wanted to be a Yankee. They wanted him. It hasn't worked out to this point, but there are two driving forces behind it all. We'll explain on the other side. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's another Monday without the uh, Padres adding to this ball club. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 325 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matthew Scraby. He... And the Bang Bang Gang heading to Super Bowl 58. <laughs> well, Scraby's not headed there yet. He's trying to, though. He uh, wants to go. what I just saw, the, the cheapest ticket on a website was $9,000. Well, if you have a credential, what? you don't need the ticket. I'm you, not going to get the credential. I'm just going to count that out. $9,000? I'm just going to count out the credential. I know, but you get to see Usher and Taylor Swift. Possibly a double. The odds on the proposal have changed dramatically because I think people are realizing she's not going to be at the game because she's in Japan the day, the night before. So. You figured all this out, and apparently if she uh, leaves as soon as her concert is over in Tokyo the night before the Super Bowl, she can get there by halftime. I didn't say that I figured something it out. Someone else figured it out. I read it. Something any good girlfriend should do. Yes, a- any girlfriend out there, if you don't fly from Tokyo <laughs> to the right. Super Bowl, you better be in That's trouble. That's right. Men will be able to use that all over the country. Well, Taylor got on a plane and went... From Tokyo yeah, to you could, you Las could at Vegas. least give up your nail appointment to come see me play a softball game. <laughs> When's her next concert? I'm gonna look. I'm gonna do. Oh, he's, he's about to go All down right, the rabbit dive. hole. Yeah. Deep dive coming up. Uh, Padres news. There isn't much, but another name's off the board today. I'd heard Aaron Hicks as a possibility for the Padres. Of course he was. He was a free agent. He's an outfielder up the highway. But he's going to go uh, play for the Angels. He still has a seven-year, $70 million contract with the Yankees. So the Yankees have to pay him like $19 million more. Yeah. So that makes it pretty simple for the Angels. They're going to give him the major league minimum. And I think that was the thing that I saw on Twitter that seemed to upset Padre fans. It's the major league minimum. Why don't we get him? I'll tell you why you don't get him, because he stinks. (laughs) He's 34 years old. The guy had a 520... OPS last year for the Yankees, who then just released him. He ended up getting picked up by Baltimore, caught a little fire there. Yeah, he played well for them. Yeah, his uh, OPS went up to 819. But I'm not taking a chance on somebody that had a good two months of the season and putting a, him as a starter. Is it taking a chance at the minimum, though? No. I mean, is, they're not paying him anything. 
Yeah, it's still money, Tony. <laughs> he's from. He's I'm, from counting, right I'm counting pennies over here right now with this, the Padres. You're probably right. He he uh, he's a Long Beach kid, so he he gets to be close to home playing for the a, Angels. He gets the benefit of your doubt <laughs> as well, since he's a Long Beach guy. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Uh, the other name, uh, you know, the Angels have uh, already have Mike Trout, of course. They also have Taylor Ward, Joe Adele, and then the other guy they have is Mickey Moniak, and I I had heard some. Some rumors. I don't know how what, how you quali- quantify these things, right. but his name mentioned as somebody the Padres ought to target. San Diego kid, number one overall draft choice, finally starting to figure it out. It seems. Would you be pleased if the if the Padres made a trade for Mickey Moniak? I mean, depending on what they're giving up, why not? I mean, okay. he, he seemed to kind of yeah has he kind of pick it put up. His, he's starting to pick it up. You know, he mm-hmm. got hurt. The year he was supposed to make the the Phillies roster two years ago, he gets he traded was. to Anaheim, and he's one of the many who became a victim of me drafting them for a fantasy team. <laughs> no, I picked him up because he was going to be the Philly starting Start, center yep, field, and the next the, day he got hurt. And it hurt was the last the day of spring training. God, I've been unlucky sometimes. I, I wouldn't mind that. He's a young dude. You're taking a flyer on him. I mean. Um, had 14 homers last year, 802 OPS, which was 200 points higher than what he's ever done before. Yeah. So, Don't forget he's a LaCosta Canyon guy. I didn't forget that. And he's that. a San Diego kid. Yeah, what Thank we you. wouldn't do to have another of Scraby's best friends playing local. I can't, I can't claim to be best friends with him because he I was, was not He was long after you. Yeah, right long Who do you claim to be best friends with well, from the Vikings Canyon coach, High School? Kevin O'Connell. We're born on the same day of the same year, and we're also we're teammates in high school. Yes, and you get him on the show regularly because you guys are best regularly. friends. Regularly. Uh, the Vikings PR the, staff the does Viking, not like me well, anymore. Just, if you're that, that good a that friend... Is, that's the, the funniest rest, right? part about his relationship. Yeah, is that the Vikings PR staff now just stiff arms Scraby every time he calls. <laughs> well, stiff arms. <laughs> <laughs> they, they basically tell him, "Ah, yeah, we'll we'll check back with you. Check back with you. I hate you Forget it. <laughs> he is my friend." <laughs> the latest on Blake Snell. The only team I keep hearing him attached to is the Yankees. It is. It just seems like that's eventually going to have to happen. But the holdup is. According to reports right now, Blake is going to ask for nine years, $270 million. And why shouldn't he? Right? Yamamoto from the Mets got over $300 million. Blake Snell's a two-time Cy Young Award winner. I don't begrudge him for asking for the moon. Just don't know if he's going to get it. And I don't know what he's going to end up having to settle for to play. Yeah, this is it. I said it when Yamamoto signed. This is going to make Blake's it seemed like it was going to make Blake Snell's free agency uh very interesting because right. if you're Blake Snell who who likely has a lot of intel on Yamamoto but has never seen him play you got to be asking yourself how is it that he can get more money than me no you like, do I, have I, to. I've, I've just won my second Cy Young award mm-hmm. I've done it at the highest level possible there's no question marks in terms of can I pitch at this level. Uh, and there may not be for Yamamoto, to be fair. But I'm just saying if I'm Blake Snell, I'm having these questions. Like, how, how is it that you get, he gets more than me? He's a little younger. I get that. I've got two Cy Youngs. He doesn't have any. Yeah, Blake Snell's in a rock, between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. So we'll keep our eyes on it. But that's uh, 
That's the latest. One sad note in baseball. Yeah, I was just going to get to this. Yeah, Jimmy ahead. Williams, 1999 AL Manager of the Year with Boston, passed. He was 80 years old. Um, died after a brief illness. I must say that when it is my time, I hope it is a brief, brief illness. illness. Yes, I don't want it one of those lengthy illnesses. Yeah, those are tough. Those are tougher. So uh, Jimmy Williams, 80 years old. He went to Fresno State. The thing that I read here that I found interesting, Tony, he played for Jim Dietz's team, the Alaska Gold Panthers. Gold Panthers, Remember baby? those guys yeah. up in Fairbanks? Now, I don't know if it was when Dietz was coaching. It was in the 60s. But he played with Greg Nettles and guys like that up in Alaska. So that was part of Jim Dietz's legacy was that he had managed that team up in Alaska for many years. All right, Jimmy Williams, 80 years old, passed uh, over the weekend. With that sad note, we take a break. We come back, though, and we got some highlights of a sad day for the Baltimore Ravens and for the Detroit Lions. That means somebody in this studio was happy. He'll get to relive it all when we come back on Gwen and Chris. 3.39 on the clock, Tony Gwen Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, who was... Just enjoying himself on this Monday afternoon. Well, he's enjoying himself, but I think what he's enjoying more is trying to get under the skin of other people. No, I would never. Oh, come on. You've been doing that for 24 straight hours. I have to say, this is a a different scraby than I've ever seen before. Yeah, I would expect him after that game to be a little more relieved. Yeah. Like, wow, we really lucked out. Yeah. Oh, no. But he's not. He's... He's he's uh, doubling down I, on you know his dominance and the arrogance of 49er now, faithful. I say I will get, I will defend him on this point. I saw it. I don't get on there often, but you know days like yesterday I get on there. Yeah, right, right. Uh, that twenty four seventy. There were a lot of oh my goodness. There was a lot of Lions fans feeling pretty good about yes, themselves. That's, I'm sure they were. And they, had, and they were directing stuff right at that right guy. Right scrape. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> It was, hey, you want to defend Brock Purdy now? The Lions look like they're going to the Super Bowl. They, they were doing the same thing that my man, okay. uh, the cornerback, was doing over there. Oh, yeah, what, are you, what, 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 what are, you doing? are you doing, man? Have you, not, have you not ever seen an NFL football game? Apparently not. My goodness. Because, I mean, you got you to gotta feel, I mean, he must have been feeling real good in order to wave goodbye in the middle of the second. We're not even at the end of the second quarter. That was before uh, Dan Campbell started passing up three points. <laughs> <laughs> he was waving goodbye. I definitely thought that, uh, you know, I thought they were going to convert those fourth down plays. I really did. I thought that was the right call in the Well, moment. if they had converted them, then they would have won. They but would there have. was no need in my mind to risk it. I get especially it. on the first one. To me, to go 27-10, kick off, make the Niners drive the length of the field, down three scores, I thought that was the play. But it, And Maybe. I said it at the time, so I couldn't be second-guessed. You know, I said, nah, this is not good. Yeah. No, I, the thing is, I think a lot of people felt the same. And then it was watching. worse when he dropped the ball. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, Reynolds drops the pass. So, it's just, you know, that to me, it. that is the difference of the Chiefs and, you know, other teams, right? You feel like in a fourth down spot, Patrick Mahomes throws that ball. And despite all the drop passes they have, it would be caught. It gets caught. Yes, he would it, throw it in such a way that it would catch the receiver. Would, right, his hands would have nothing to do with. I it, mean, right? that last pass. What quarterback in football on the play that you need to convert to go to the Super Bowl 
throws a 40-yard rainbow down the middle of the field against a full blitz and drops it right, right in, in the, the bread basket right the where bread the guy basket. couldn't drop it. it, it it's, the answer is Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, yeah. whatever team they're on. Every other team would have called a short pass that just gets beyond the marker. You try to fit it in between a couple of linebackers. Zip it in there, and if the pass isn't perfect, it's knocked away. Right. But they go, no, we can just throw it down the field 40 yards. We're going to end this the right way. We'll end it the right way. Chiefs, Niners, let's find out how they got there. Some highlights from the championship play, but first a check of traffic. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, uh, the championship games, uh, no real, uh, no good, bad, and ugly for these games. I mean, look, the good was Mahomes. The bad was Lamar. The ugly was the Lions. But that's neither here nor there. Let's review the AFC and NFC championship games. Start in Baltimore, where the Ravens were hosting their first ever AFC championship game. They've uh, had a lot of success, but most of their playoff success, if you look it up, guys, has been on the road. Very rarely do the uh, Ravens play at home. Hmm. And we know Patrick Mahomes doesn't play often on the road. Well, he's erased that whole yeah, part that, of his career. Yeah, that was, that was a <laughs> He was like, oh, I got no wins. Let me go ahead and tally Let me get a couple. three of them on the way there. Yes, that was kind of a stupid narrative, was it not? And he started <laughs> it off with a really a great throw. And it was a great oh, catch on the other gosh. side by Travis Kelsey against the linebacker. This is Marlon Humphrey, I believe, who had not given up a touchdown pass all year until this. Mahomes to throw against a four-man rush. Fires it near side to Kelsey. Comes back to the ball and holds it in. Touchdown, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes absolutely took duct tape and just wrapped the ball around the waist of Travis Kelsey for a 19-yard touchdown. It was Hamilton that hadn't given up the I'm sorry, touchdown. you're right, yeah. Safety, and I, I don't know if it's that they had been so inconsistent all season that you forgot that they had this pass in their back pocket, but it's the, it's the perfect throw. It's the back, back shoulder, but in this case it was a back hip. Hip, yeah. 
But, I mean, I don't think anybody else in the league could have thrown it, and I don't think anybody else in the league could have caught it. I mean, that's how yeah. good of a play it was. Good point. And to put Kansas City up 7-0, the Ravens would come back as Lamar would scramble and find a deep ball to Zay Flowers. But after that, man, Kansas City just put the clamps on the Ravens. And they took a 17-7 lead. Didn't matter that Kansas City didn't score in the second half. Baltimore could muster only a field goal, leaving the Chiefs one last play to try and seal it. Mahomes will throw it in the pocket. He's launching one long. Marquez Valdez scantling catches the ball at the Raven 30 on his backside. Shades of the catch he had against Cincinnati in the end zone last year in the AFC Championship game. That is uh, one of the bigger Padre fans we know. Yeah, it on is. the call. I got to try to get back City on. It's Chiefs. our yearly thing now that yeah. he comes on before, before, the Chiefs, Super Bowl. before the Chiefs play in the <laughs> He Super would Bowl. probably do it just to uh, good luck. Good luck, Charlie. He always he, he's always very gracious with his time near the Super Bowl. Good guy and good call, and he probably enjoyed this next call even more. Oops, sorry. Here we go. This game is over, and you can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs being the AFC champions for the fourth time in five seasons. The Chiefs have the Lamar Hunt trophy, and they're taking it to Vegas for Super Bowl 58. I don't think anybody doubted the Chiefs. I don't. Yeah, I didn't doubt. I'll tell you what, Bill Barnwell, my guy who I pay his articles, you know, there it is on ESPN. He picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the uh, playoff. I think that was about the only person, you know, place I saw that. That so he might end up being right. He picked the Chiefs over the Cowboys, so he's not exactly one hundred percent right. Yeah, but at least he had the Chiefs, and I didn't see anybody else having them going. You know, through all of these games, I I was going to say maybe there are some people that hop back on after when the playoffs started, but up until the playoffs, no one thought the Chiefs were going to get back. They look so beatable this year, yeah, and uh, they just uh, they've come up with two huge wins. Seventeen ten was the final as they break the hearts of the Ravens. To win the AFC Championship, and as uh, as they say, four Super Bowls in five years, deal with it. All right, we're gonna. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> we're gonna deal with that. We're gonna have to deal with this as well. The 49ers and the Lions for the NFC Championship. It was a wonderful start for Detroit. My goodness, couldn't wonderful. have asked for more than that. Wonderful. Twenty-four-seven in the first half, ran up and down the field. Touchdowns, kick the late field goal. 49ers, though, third quarter. We can talk about the Dan Campbell. We can talk about the drop passes. But didn't it all really change on this one play? Ferdy out of the shotgun, drops a couple of steps. Going to take a deep shot to Brandon Ayuk. It's the flag. Oh, he caught it. Caught. Ayuk caught it out of the air. A flag is also down. Did Ayuk score? He got touchdown on the two-yard line. That's going to be DPI and a deflection, and Brandon Ayuk never gave up on the football and came down with it. There you go. You know, there's there's a picture of that play that I saw on Twitter today mm-hmm. of the ball hitting the lion guy in the mask. Right in the mask. Brandon Ayuk at that moment is actually looking down at the guy's waist. Huh. But the ball popped up. And then he popped his head up and was like, oh, my goodness, the ball. Do you know what he credits for his great play? I heard about this. A ladybug landed on his shoe in warm-ups. And apparently ladybugs are lucky. Yes. Uh, Good job, ladybug. Again. (laughs) Again. Again. (laughs) 
these games this late in the season really can turn on on a play like this that's not made. No doubt. And I agree it wasn't made. If the Lions Lions want to go to the Super Bowl, they need to catch the ball. Yep. That's it. Both offensively, defensively, catch the ball, you're there. They'd be but in they the did. Super Bowl. But the 49ers got right back in the game following that play. Touchdown Christian McCaffrey. Fumbled Jameer Gibbs. Touchdown. Who was the next one? Ayuk, I think. Ayuk, tied yes. it. 24 all. Field Wait, goal. Wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Ayuk was 24-17. McCaffrey, McCaffrey was 24 yes. all. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no. Mc- and so- here is McCaffrey's 24 all. Yeah. From the two-yard line, they give it to Christian off the right side. Touchdown! San Francisco extra point away from tying the title game. (laughs) He was going to die there for a second. Greg Papa was feeling it. He was going. Hey, I got to say this: if they don't give Christian McCaffrey the ball fifty times in the Super Bowl, then they're doing it wrong. They're doing it wrong that many times. But he had it twenty-four times yesterday, and he did a bunch of stuff with it. He's the only reason. I tell you what, he's, he's so good. I he heard, I heard. I think it might have been Ryan Clark I heard say this. He runs like he's the size of Derrick Henry. Yeah. But he's elusive like, a, was, like you, a little back. You know who said it? Marcus McNeil. Marcus. Oh, that's who, that's exactly who said it. Yeah. He was the running thing, over people, and then he was – because I, like, I figure that some guys like talk trash to him, obviously, and that he's not like that strong of a guy, and then he just ran over he, somebody, he, looked he's, down, he's, he was like – He's definitely not weak. He's so. not weak. Stop have you ever seen that. the guy? <laughs> Well, either the Lions you, can't Tony. tackle or Christian McCaffrey can't be tackled because they must have missed him 30 times in this game. And they, it seemed like when he'd hand off for a one-yard gain, he'd get he seven. Set, every time. And I gave Chris. him credit, and uh, Greg Olson gave him the same credit. He said the key to this guy is not the long highlight play you see. It's those runs. It's those runs that get him seven every time instead of one. And uh, he's as good at it as anybody. Uh, 24 all, fourth quarter. Reynolds dropped a third down conversion. 49ers kicked a field goal. The kneecap cannibal passed up a tying field goal. The Niners clutched up with a huge drive right at the end to go up 10. Lions botched their goal line chance. Botched. Messed up the timeouts. The Lions made a... Uh, they made a ton of mistakes. They did. 49ers took advantage. 34-31 San Francisco. Into its eighth Super Bowl. Bang, bang, yeah, and I, I'll tell you one thing. You, you can talk about anything that Kansas City deal with them being there, but dealing with the 49ers being there is just as annoying I feel to like most we're people. Less, I feel like the 49ers are, less, are the lesser of two evils in this to a lot of people. I don't know. Because I, I really felt like this was the year that we would not have to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. They didn't play great throughout the entire regular season. Everybody was saying they're, they're, they're mortal. And then they just turn it on in the playoffs. I can only look at it from my perspective. And on one side, I've got the Chiefs and Taylor Swift. On the other side, I've got the 49ers and you. <laughs> and that's that's a tough call for me. That's a tough call for me. Because if the Chiefs win, I know one thing. Taylor Swift isn't going to be texting me and jumping up and down in my face. I didn't the text day after you. I did not text you guys once yesterday. Well, one of the reasons I don't text you guys during the game, I texted Tony because I knew Tony was most likely watching it. 
But Chris, I have no idea if he's watching at 4 a.m. or right. 2 a.m. You don't want to right. say anything. 1.30 a.m. No, it's fair. That's I appreciate that, actually. <laughs> you I really wanna, wanted you to You don't want to risk I, I did watch it, it for I watched it delayed by about an hour. Okay, because I was going to text, guys, not I'm not much. feeling so good. Yeah. <laughs> at halftime, but then I didn't. Well, I, didn't. I, I actually felt for you at halftime. I, I was thinking, man, he's going to be a... He's going to be depressed tomorrow. <laughs> I definitely did not feel for you at halftime. I was like, <laughs> so were a lot of other Let's people. Go. I should go through my mentions and Let's just go. talk about all the people that basically said the game was over. But I also knew that the game wasn't over. No. And, and I knew that, they were getting the ball and that, back. And that there was by no especially after they had to kick the field goal right before half. Mm, if yes. they had to put a touchdown, I would have felt completely differently. But they didn't. It was a field goal. I was like, that's not enough. Niners are going to come back crazy. And the Jake Moody rookie kicker for the 49ers missed his first field goal. He was a diehard Lions fan growing up. Was he diehard? Really? So, con- so the conspiracy would have been he missed he was that one on the purpose. Game. I threw it out there. I threw it out there. But he, he That's was why he knew about, that information, Chris, because he was ready to throw that out there. He was talking about on Friday. Uh, why did you draft the guy from Michigan? <laughs> I would have said that. Jason Hansen, the old Lions kicker, he had a helmet of Jason Hansen because Jason Hansen was his like, Long-time idol. Lions kicker. And so his parents are massive Lions fans. I didn't see them once yesterday, which maybe they didn't go to the game. But still, I expected to see, like, his parents in Lions gear no, <laughs> not man. cheering for his son, their son's team. I saw a smattering of uh, Honolulu blue uniforms uh, throughout the oh, crowd. Oh, there were a lot of Lions fans, that San Francisco, sure. That San Francisco crowd was loud. Man, but the yesterday. Lions, I got to say, the fans traveled well. TV. They they really they don't, they well. know this might be the well, last time they it. go in a long and time. after the way they did it yeah sixty five years we'll see you again Lion fans in twenty ninety I believe will be the next time that, we'll see you in the see that uh, puts it in perspective game. honestly that's how long it's been right that it'll be twenty ninety in perspective twenty ninety yeah uh, oh, Super man. Bowl is set Super Bowl fifty eight Niners and Chiefs Chiefs will be the uh, home team so they'll decide what uniforms they want to wear they're gonna wear white. You think they're going to go white, huh? No. What did they wear last uh, they wore year? Red. They, wore they wore red, red when, they, when they, they beat the Niners a few years ago. I know that, but what did they wear last year? They wore white last year because the Eagles mm-hmm. chose yeah. dark. And what did they wore? Oh, they wore red against Tampa Bay. Yes, they did. Tampa yes. Bay chose white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of confusing. It is. But ultimately, the white does have a big advantage in Super Bowl play. I can see Tom definitely playing to that superstition. Like, no, no, Tom no, no. Brady, we're, we're yeah, wearing white. I saw that stat, guys. We're wearing white. <laughs> By the way, goodbye to Greg Olson. I know. The number one I, you know what? By the end of it, I'm a big fan of Greg Olson. I thought he, he'll, he'll he is. I told you he, he was, was good. Really good I told you he was good. Yeah, we're going to miss him. And, Although uh, he did do some Tony Romo sound effects in the playoffs. That's okay. Like, hey, pump the he's, brakes. He's into the game. Pump the I brakes. don't know. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> Let's get to break. Chris versus the fans on the way. 8-3-3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 